Hey, I want to welcome everybody to the program. Of course, every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young. Pleased to bring you another amazing show here as we talk all things fitness, nutrition, anything health-related, really. Across the table from me joining me this morning is Nikki McComb. Hi there. It's nice to be here. It's great to have you. That's probably the first time I've said your name correct, right? Yes, I think so. <laughs> I know I give you a hard time around the office, but uh, that's awesome, and it's great to have you here, Nikki. Nikki, you do a lot of our fitness assessments in the medicals. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. Like When a client comes in, maybe they're new to it for the first time, a little hesitation, or perhaps they've done it over and over again. They can kind of judge and gauge how they're doing year after year. What's the feedback you get? Excellent. So um, I think the nice thing about um, returning and coming to do these fitness assessments is that everything is trackable. Um, so whether you're in the bod pod, you're on the Fit3D, um, everything kind of goes into the same place. And it's a really nice way to be able to track your progress yeah. um, in many different aspects. So your body fat percentage, um, even if there's something as simple as mobility, you want to increase your flexibility, that's all trackable and we keep track of it all for you. Great. Yeah, I know. It's it's an awesome system. And that's when people sign up for our fitness programs. That's the one thing I brag about the most. I, I say, you know, when you enroll, this is where you're starting. We know exactly. We have the science behind us. We know what your metabolic rate is. We know how much body fat you have, how much lean mass you have. We know your flexibility, your VO2 max, everything. We can know everything and anything about you, basically, through those tests. What about new people coming in? What do they kind of feel? Because I know you see a lot of new people. Are they kind of hesitant? They're not sure why they're doing these tests and, and stuff like that? Absolutely. It is a lot of information that we are gaining in um, just that 20 to 30 minute assessment. Um, so it can be a little bit overwhelming. Some people come in, they're a little apprehensive, not sure what to expect, especially when it comes to the bike test. Um, a lot of people think, oh, it's going to be this huge maximal bike test. It's yeah. going <laughs> to, I'm not going to do very well. You know, they're kind of scared of it. But um, the bike test really, it's a submaximal test. So we're not you know, putting you on the floor. You. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's just really, it's all dependent on how um, you respond to the test. And uh, it, it really does become an enjoyable experience. Get the blood flowing. and Yeah. And it's, it's a baseline. That's what I want everybody to understand and appreciate here. You want a baseline of your health. When you come into MedPoint, we have a three and a five hour medical that you can sign up for. And guess what? We actually just opened up in our new facility this week. Uh, this past Tuesday, we had our first day of full medicals, and I'm pleased to say that everything went well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we still have a few things we're trying to iron out in the new space, but it's a beautiful building. The West Five, if you haven't seen it, it's Oxford and West Delborn, uh, out near the community of Riverbend. I don't know if you call it Riverbend. I think Riverbend, I've tried to, West but five, people, yeah. people are a little protective. Yep. Uh, but the West Five is really cool. They got... Um, you know, the office buildings there, we're going to have another building going up there, three floor building, a 10 uh, story building. It's all eco-friendly. Our toilets flush with harvested rainwater, uh, our, our, you know, on, on our rooftop, we have bees and, and living plants and stuff like that. Solar panels are all over that building. Mm -hmm. Uh, basically it's going to, uh, create as much energy as it consumes. And that's what really the way of the future is. And, and it's a legacy project from uh, Richard Sifton and the people at Sifton Properties. And you know what? We're proud to be tenants. We opened up our gym, first floor of that building, in uh, December of last year. And it's going extremely well. During uh, some of the peak hours, we have seven, eight people exercising in that facility. Mm -hmm. 
then um, Alex said, you know what, this is going to be a really great hub of the future. I want to bring executive health over there. And that's exactly what we did. We had a timeline, we hit it, and everything is going very well. So if you want to come by and see the new facility, I absolutely encourage you to do so. It's 519-432-1919, and you can dial extension 232 or 223, whatever you want. (laughs) Even if you don't remember those numbers, get through to our general line and ask somebody about coming coming by for a tour. We would love to meet you out there and show you the new facility, uh, walk you through it, and, and really tell you what kind of impact it can have upon your health. Nikki, what I wanted to talk with you a little bit about at the beginning of the show, because we have such a new facility and a lot of new clients coming in, setting goals. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that we set really strong goals. And, you know, for the listeners who are, who are tuning in right now, when was the last time you actually had a full medical? When was the last time your doctor spent more than 15 minutes in a room with you? When was the last time you actually cared about your fitness and your nutrition? Well, guess what? Here at MedPoint, we have all the answers for you. We've got great programs, comprehensive programs, and we would love for you to join us. So let's talk about goals, Nikki. Goals are really important. Absolutely, they are. I think you can find yourself in two different situations. Um, you can find yourself with a whole bunch of different goals all over the place that um, you're really trying to pick and choose and you're trying to shoot for something or you absolutely have no idea what you want to shoot for. But mm-hmm. um, setting goals is incredibly important when you're when you're wanting to um, see improvements um, in your everyday healthy living. Yeah. Um, so whether that's fitness, nutrition, anything like that. When people, I, I feel like people either go, you know, they go for broke kind of thing. And at yep. the beginning of the year, it's always the New Year's resolution. It's mm-hmm. the turning of the calendar. And they say, okay, this is my year. I'm going to do this, this, mm-hmm. this. And statistics have shown that about 60% of, of resolutions fail after the first month just yep. because... They weren't realistic enough. They weren't, you know, attainable in, in those in those ways. And then people become discouraged. A couple more months goes by. Maybe they're wavering. And then they think, oh, heck, you know what? I'm just going to wait for next year. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, Ron? I, I think that New Year's resolutions, they, they get kind of a bad rep because, yeah, you know, do. it's that fresh start. People try and set them and then everything falls off the rails by February or March. But I do think that the intent is really honorable for setting goals. And I think um, you've probably heard this before, but um, when it comes to setting goals and you're trying to identify what you want to shoot for, um, just kind of reviewing what you're setting, um, making a smart goal. So making sure that it's specific, measurable. um, We want it to be attainable, realistic, and timely. That's right. Um, well, let's go through some of those because yeah. this is actually a good, a good point for us to, I know we always talk a lot about health articles. We talk a lot about fitness tips, but this is really a big starting point. And I know for a lot of people who want that kind of uh, time, that breaking point, you know what? Summer's here now. Just set a goal and, and just follow along with us as we kind of discuss some of these. So the SMART goals. Let's go with the, the S. It's specific. Yeah. So starting with S, it's specific. So you want to be able to define your goal properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so come up with a clear description of what your goal is, whether that's um, 
you know, you want to improve your aerobic capacity. Okay, well, what does that mean? How do you yeah. define that? Um, and you can always talk with other people about this too. If you're if you're not so sure, um, talking to one of our fitness professionals, a kinesiologist, always yeah. helps. Speaking to your doctor, that kind of thing. Well, and to pinpoint it, like that's mm-hmm. that's so important because somebody can say, you know what, I, I want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Well, how much weight do you have to lose, right? Mm-hmm. Is five pounds going to make you happy or is this a long-term thing where you want to lose 50 overall? Exactly. So be specific with your goals. Make sure that uh, as as detailed as possible that you can be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Measurable. Measurable. So once you define this goal, um, we want to make sure that it's measurable. So you're starting with a value. Um, what value do you want to shoot for? Okay, yeah. you want to lose weight. Um after you define that, what that means to you, then we want to make that measurable. So how much weight do you want to lose over time and in how much time? Mm-hmm. Um, same kind of thing goes for any kind of fitness goal. So um, if you want to be able to make a certain time for an exercise or um, one rep max, yeah. um, that kind of thing. So, okay. So measurable. Yeah. yeah. Like we have a lot of testing equipment. And again, we mm-hmm. talked about it closer to the start of the show because you do the fitness assessments. Absolutely. Having baseline measures going forward. What are we striving to hit here? And looking back on the numbers that you had to begin with and seeing how far you've come, that's particularly motivating. Actually, feedback on results is one of the biggest things, uh, biggest motivators for people. So knowing the data that you're you're starting with and going forth uh, to do retesting and stuff like that. And by the way, if anybody's listening right now and you think, oh, I don't really feel like I want a medical and stuff like that, we do all of this testing standalone. If you want your VO2 max, if you want uh, the bod pod body composition, if you want a Fit 3D, which shows all your girth measurements, come on in. We can help you out. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Um, attainable. Attainable. So you want to make sure that um, this is, you know, a pretty realistic goal. So, um if you're shooting for the stars, all the power to you, but you yeah. want to make sure that it's something within um, your capabilities of, of being able to Like achieve. I can't say, I know you're a hockey player, Nikki. Um, <laughs> I can't say I want to play for the NHL. Right. Because my time, that ship has probably sailed Absolutely. for me. Yeah. You know? But, you know, if I wanted to say I really want to be good at local rec league hockey, hmm. perhaps that's more attainable. Yeah, and even um, going back to your um, specific goal, so that description. So if you want to just be able to focus that a little more, break that down, um, you could even say, I want to improve my plus minus. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be just the entire the entire league. I want to be best <laughs> in this league, you know, uh, or I want to maybe reduce my penalty minutes, you know, yeah. Ron. Yeah. Well, we just crowned a new Stanley Cup champion in <laughs> yes. the Washington Capitals this past week. Uh, Ovi, which, kudos the to cup. them. Yeah. I love that. He had great emotion. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Kind of sitting in Crosby's shadows for so mm-hmm. many years when he has so many accolades, yeah. the uh, big one evading him for all those years. I'm happy for them. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, let's go with the R in SMART goals. So we've talked about uh, S, specific. Mm-hmm. M, measurable. Yep. A, attainable. R. R R can be a few different things. So it could be relevant. It could be realistic. Um, But I want to go with relevant. Is it relevant to what you're trying to achieve? So um, is it really relevant for you to be, you know, 
losing 30 pounds? Do you really need to be doing that? In your, um, in your realistically, daily, yeah. In your daily routine, right? Yeah. Is that something that you need to be focusing on in your health? And again, this is something that can go back to your medical. What does that reflect? Mm-hmm. Is this really relevant to your health right now? Um, we can kind of shoot all across the board and want to improve everything at once, but um, pick something that's relevant yeah. for you and, and really focus well, on it. Well, it's like if I wanted to increase my cardiovascular and I'm starting to do like you know, sprinting and stuff yeah. like that. Like maybe something that, yeah, it'll get you to your goal, but are you going to keep using it? Is mm-hmm. it something that you're passionate about? Is it going to apply in your life? Yeah. So I like that, relevant. I think it's also something that you need to try and make it relevant, something that you enjoy. You don't want to yes. be doing something that you don't enjoy for however long you're shooting for this goal. So make Absolutely. it enjoyable. Uh, last one, timely. So obviously mm-hmm. don't set a goal and then just say, uh, hopefully it'll come within the next year. You know what? Have some markers for yourself and following all the the, the acronym that we laid out for you, um, make sure that it's specific. Make sure that it's all detailed and that you have timely goals. Because if you don't achieve your goals in a timely manner, mm-hmm. Nikki, that can be particularly defeating. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and how is it measurable? Really, you need that time frame for it to be properly measurable too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So think about smart goals when you sit down to figure out what you want to achieve with your fitness, with your nutrition, and uh, you will have greater success if you kind of dissect things in that way. Nikki, we got to take a quick commercial break, but coming up after the break, we're going to be talking about sugar taxation. Should it happen? Who's going to benefit? And uh, uh, we're going to talk about that right after this break. Hey, I want to welcome everybody back to the program. Of course, 980 CFPL uh, here on Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. Well, it's a little bit past 10 a.m. We've already done half of our show, MedPoint Health Half Hour. That's what you're listening to. We're glad that you tuned in this morning. I'm your host, Ron Young. Across from me, joining me is Nikki McComb. She is an awesome team member. She does her uh, fitness assessments, and uh, she's been a really great addition to the team this year. So, Nikki, thank you for being here. Thank you, Ron. Those are very kind words. Yeah. I figured I'd do it on air when everybody's listening, (laughs) you know, just to make sure I solidify some sort of uh, credit there. Um, Nikki, when we left for the break, we were talking a lot about SMART goals and and how that can relate to your life, uh, how it can lead to more success, and how it's important to define what we want to do and what we want to achieve. And I encourage everybody listening right now, uh, whether it's goals with uh, eating, maybe you want to make sure you're eating great breakfast every morning because it's something that you're missing. Maybe uh, you want a more long-term goal, like you want to run in a 10K uh, marathon. Right? Mm-hmm. Or not a marathon. That's a poor choice of words. <laughs> a 10K race, right? right? That's what we'll call it. Marathon's 20, whatever, 21K? 21, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it could be something long-term. Write it down. Put it, put it up on the fridge. Put it somewhere that you can see it every day. And then, you know, you'll always be able to look back and reflect on that. So it's just a good thing, good kind of guidelines. If you want any help with that, you can obviously come to MedPoint. MedPoint Fitness, we got kinesiologists that would be that would love to sit down and talk to you and be open and honest and, and help you figure out what is the best goals for you because we are coaches, Nikki, right? Yeah. Above anything, we're coaches. Coaches, encouragers. I coach my kids t-ball games and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I probably have, I have a ton of fun doing I that. Bet. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like babysitting for an hour, but you know what? <laughs> Our team's actually really gelling and the, the kids are hitting well Nice. three games into the year. Like now they're, they're, I don't even have to like direct them. They're hitting, they get the elbow up, they get the stance widened. Oh. 
Um, Coach Ron. They're fielding the ball as well. Nice. Uh, they're taking directions well. It's it's great when a team gels like that. Man, Lovely. watch out for the playoffs, guys. Oof, Those up. four-year-old T-ball yep. games are getting intense. Anyway, Nikki, we wanted to chat a little bit about something that's relevant in society today, which is, you know, sugar taxation. It's an idea that has kind of come up, and I know uh, a lot of countries have thought about doing certain things to combat the prevalence of diabetes, cardiovascular disease, obesity. All these things go hand in hand, and it's because we eat poorly, right? If we ate better foods, uh, if we cut out on processed stuff and sugars and all the artificial adding uh, of elements, if we cut out on more salt... I mean, everybody would be healthier. Mm-hmm. So it stands to reason, you know, that is this a good strategy for our government to take? Is it a good strategy to uh, penalize people who are unhealthy? Maybe people who are healthy are consuming uh, beverages loaded with sugar. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a tricky thing here because, you know, we if we look at it here, I mean, a can of Coke has, what, uh, 12 teaspoons of sugar or mm-hmm. tablespoons of sugar in it? And if you look at energy drinks and stuff like that, it's it's far worse. Mm-hmm. Would a tax on a product like that be enough of a deterrent for somebody to not consume it? Mm. It's, a, it's a tricky subject, right? Like, um, I think there's a lot of people that are unaware of how much sugar they're consuming, mm-hmm. especially when they're drinking the sugar. Um, and I think we can kind of become a little bit addicted to it too. Mm-hmm. We don't notice that we're craving it. Um, we want to, it's so fast to be able to drink our sugar. Yeah. Um, and so putting a tax on that, I don't know if that's really going to make people more aware yeah. uh, or if, if really it is going to kind of give people that reminder, well, if I'm going to, pay the tax for it too, then maybe yeah. I'll just use water this time. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Ron? I think it's kind of similar to this eco disposal mm-hmm. of electronics because I never thought about that uh, until Best Buy and stores like that started charging me like a dollar for a printer that I bought yeah. or uh, $5 for a computer I bought because, you know, back in the day, you just throw your thing out in the garbage and presumably now it sits in the landfill still to this right. day. Right. But once they started doing stuff like that, it was like, here's $5 for your TV. You know, it's it's added on. Yeah. Of course, I'm already spending $500 mm-hmm. on a TV. So what's five bucks? It's not like I'm feeling the hit. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, oh, why is it why is it cost this much when it's price tagged at this? Oh, okay. It's the uh, technological waste fee. Right. So I get it. I mean, I get why they would do something like that. And I actually had the opportunity to talk about this on the Craig Needle show earlier this week. And what I kind of thought was they could almost scale it. So for a drink uh, that maybe has, uh, you know, 10 grams of uh, sugar in it, maybe that gets taxed at a different rate. Mm. And an energy drink gets taxed like more heavily. So it's like now your energy drink, which I think are already crazy expensive. Yeah. They're like $4 for a mm-hmm. monster energy or something like that. Now it's you're going to be paying like an extra dollar on top of that because of the health hazards in it. Right. People are consuming these things, not understanding that it's going to lead to other health conditions. Mm-hmm. Right. We live in the moment. We live now. 
Um, I, you know, a lot of people don't care what they, they say. I'm going to enjoy my life, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to eat burgers and stuff like that. Who cares? I need to enjoy my life. Right. Well, guess what? When they're 50, then they have a heart attack or a stroke. Mm-hmm. And then how good is your quality of life then? Exactly. These drinks are being pumped into our kids in vending machines in schools uh, and at a very young age. And they become uh, addicted to it in a way. They become, uh, you know, craving those sweets. And that also stimulates hunger, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's kind of a very tricky situation that we've run into because now we have these drinks that people love and they, they take on a daily basis. But at the same time, it's it's going to be hindering their health down the road. Mm. And we're not seeing it so much now, but well, kind of. I mean, childhood obesity is very much uh, an issue now. But it's kind of similar to, um, you know, a lot of things that back when people started smoking, Mm-hmm. It was the thing to do. They didn't have the research to support it. Right. They didn't have a lot of data to say, yeah, this is bad. No, it was a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people did it because of that. Well, now, uh, you know, it, it seems like Coke products and, uh, you know, other drinks such as that has just become the norm. You can buy them, heck, in, in cases of 24 if you want. Yeah. So should you tax them? I think that it would be very beneficial considering the type of strain our healthcare system is under. Yeah, I agree. And and you know what, Ron? I think um, oh, there are people that might be upset at you know taxing a, a sugar tax, right? Um, but you're not completely taking it away. You're not completely removing these sugary drinks um, or these sugary sources, um, you're not just making it, you're still making it an option. They're just really taxing it and still giving you that choice. Um, just trying to make you a little more aware of what you're choosing. Yeah, of course. Mindful. And, And, um, if we look at what's the, what's the Canada population here? What, what, do you know what it is? 36 million. Okay. Mm. Let's say for example, that's that's a lot. I know. Not as much as our neighbors to the <laughs> south. But let me try and do quick math on the air. I don't usually like math, but okay. I'm going to try and do this for the sake of an argument here. 36 million people. Even if you times that by f- like 10 extra cents. Let's do 10 extra cents. Yep. Okay. That's $3,600,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. So wow. let's now take that $3,600,000 and put it into the healthcare system yep. directly. So anything that is a negative has a negative health is a negative health habit really mm-hmm. should go back into our system. Yep. To help people who have not only been affected by it but people who maybe have diabetes that isn't caused from sugar, right? Type right. type 1, maybe they were born with it or something like that. Um but just looking at that alone. I mean, 10 cents, what's 10 cents? You know, most right. times when you give, get changed back from the grocery store, they have a bin there to donating to a uh, charity anyway. Right. You know what? Flip, flip it in there. You know what? I like the sounds of that, Ron. You know, you're taxing me on this sugary drink. You're really benefiting my health by preventing me from drinking the sugary drink, but you're taking that tax and you're putting it into my health care. I like See? the sounds of that. Maybe we, should be, win. <laughs> Maybe we should be in government. Maybe we should be. Maybe we should be in government, Nikki. Yeah. 
Anyway, that's all the time we have for the program today. Nikki, thank you for joining me. It was a lot of fun to have you on the show. I hope you come back. Thanks for having me. I had a good time. Yeah, and uh, you know what? What do you guys think uh, listening uh, right now? Do you think there should be a tax on sugary drinks? You can always email me. It's ron at medpoint.ca. I'd love to hear your feedback. Of course, if you want to check out some more of our services, it's medpoint.ca. Go on there, browse. We have stuff for everybody. We've got uh, the kids program for fitness. We have medicals. We've got audiology. We have dermatology. We've got a whole bunch of specialists. I mean, it's just a great place to be and a great place to, to work. And if you're in the West 5 area, come by and check out our new building. Book in for a tour. Uh, you can dial the number 519-432-1919 and leave a message. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Or simply, if you want to check out the space, email info at medpoint.ca. That will get you to the right person. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, everybody, and I wish you all the best in your health. Take care.